Oh man, and, and all it was for me is like at school, I was like a 70, 75% student. Yeah. You know, cruise through, see, yeah, see whatever it was sweet. The only subject that I did really well in was business studies. Yeah, okay. Because um, for me, it was um, the uh, like separating subtitles, dot points, all that yeah. shit just did my OCD, like was amazing. Yeah, okay. Um, so I was like, like that business part of my mind was really switched on like yeah, a really sure. like it made sense to me where English which was like oh that's kind of right but you could be more right yeah I was like fuck that like tell me <laughs> if I'm right or wrong that's yeah. why I like the concept of mass but I'm shit at mass well uh, today you are in for a treat uh, and obviously, just going to hit you with a quick housekeeping note, language warning for this episode. Uh, this episode is with my good friend, Joel Alston. That was the voice you just heard before, talking about how he hates maths. Uh, Joel is a wedding photographer and just an incredible creative from Newcastle. He's also a good friend of mine. Uh, very honoured to be able to say that. Uh, but in this episode, we dive into how he just created this phenomenal brand that just gets him flown around the world with these incredible couples these incredible experiences purely based off this brand that he built from from scratch uh so this is a a wild episode you're in for a treat with this one a couple other things i would just like to mention thank you so much for the support as always this is amazing i love the comments the feedback i'm getting from people uh it's really awesome uh one day i will do a q a episode so keep out for that i'll do a q a episode uh everyone just wants to ask any kind of question we can that'd be amazing uh also it would mean a great deal it would it would save a life if you would leave a review it wouldn't save a life i'm kidding about that but if you want to leave a review for this podcast Please make that happen. Uh, all you got to do is on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you are, click the review button down below. Leave me a couple of stars if you feel and leave that review. That would be absolutely amazing. It would mean the world to me. Uh, and secondly, you can check out the extra part of some of these podcasts, uh, the What's Your Why video. You can go across to my YouTube channel. Just search Tom DeWire in YouTube. You should find me there. Um, and you should be able to find the What's Your Why episode with Joel. Uh, we filmed that after this podcast and just an, an extra little bit of insight into his life and why he does what he does. So go on over and check that out. As always, you can find me through Instagram at Tom DeWire uh, and you'll be able to find Joel's details at the end of this podcast. But for now, enjoy this episode. Uh, we sat by the beach of Newcastle Beach with a coffee. Uh, so enjoy the relaxing sound of the waves in the background, the smooth tones of my voice and Joel from Barefoot and bearded you we are good to go sweet cool welcome to coffee talks mr joel thank you i don't actually know how to say your last name oh mate don't even try no it's it my school teachers always said alston but it's alston so you say it as if there's two l's yeah see i thought alston but then i'm like yeah no that's right kind of rolls off the tongue weirdly yeah so Um. mr alston Or Mr. Please Barefoot don't and Bearded, I'm yeah. happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is Joel Alston from Barefoot and Bearded. Tis I. Uh, he is very barefoot and very bearded, like... Currently. Literally. I think I've only ever seen you wear shoes once. Yes, and it was cold that day. Yeah, and then they came off like half an hour later when yes. we all took our shoes off. Oh, yeah, because I realised what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. You are like, wait, I'm running this event and I am barefoot and bearded. I have to take the shoes off. Exactly. Oh. It was really actually insulting. I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> like, I paid for barefoot and bearded. I must get barefoot and bearded. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's right. We're sitting here in the beach in Newcastle. Mm. I'm drinking coffee. Joel's finished his. Yeah, I couldn't wait. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, right. Tell us who you are, what you do, 
give give it like your elevator pitch, but not your elevator pitch. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm not just going to repeat what you just said. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like a uh, what intimate wedding and elopement photographer from based in Newcastle, New South Wales. Um, barely do any work locally here. A lot of travelling, which <laughs> yeah. is which is good, um, good and bad. There's pros and cons to both, obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah, just like my tagline is "fuck traditions, do it your way." So I think that really. Um, has a good indication of who I am as a person and how I run my business too. So, yeah. like I said to you the other day, I'm a, I'm a fuck traditions influencer and coordinator. Yeah, I like that. That's, yeah. a, that's a really cool title because I don't think anyone else owns it. Mm, hopefully. Um, I've, I've embraced when I meet with couples, they're like, so what do you do? I'm like, well, I'm a professional third wheel. Yeah, that's like, good. I get paid to just hang out with couples. Yep, yep. And then someone asked me as well, someone was like, oh, how do you deal with all your friends being married? I'm like, I'm a wedding photographer. I made at least a grand from half of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. like come on, there's no problems on my end at all. It's yeah. great. <laughs> I'm happily this single guy. <laughs> oh, that's right, man. Um, oh, that's so good. And I think that tagline's real important. Yeah. And but then, it's funny because ever since I changed mine to fuck traditions, do it your way, yeah. it's been great because the inquiries and the couples that I'm getting are awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's been, it can, it puts a lot of clients off. Like I've yeah. noticed a lot of yeah, my okay. inquiries, are, inquiries have dropped, but the ones that I'm getting are converting yeah, yeah um, okay. it can because it, it's pretty confronting to have a tagline with a yes, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like almost it, and yeah. some couples can take that as an attack yeah okay. so um, obviously that's not my intention but it's funny because um, it's just done you know good things and bad things for my business having yeah, that tagline sure. but I'm happy with it I don't yeah. care no, <laughs> and I think that's very unique for you as well like yeah. I mean you know literally branded barefoot and bearded yep. I remember when I first saw that I was just like Damn, this dude's a genius. <laughs> My wife came up with that, actually. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. So, does she, because she goes by barefoot and beat it. Yes. Did she come with that first and then... No, you... I... Well, what it was, is um, I wanted a business name, um, well, just, like, especially because, and you know this, like, when yep. you're starting off as a wedding photographer, most of your work comes through referrals from other photographers. Sure. Yeah. And you're not usually the only one put on the, on the list, so I was like, well... I just have my name and then photography everyone else has that yeah, yeah so exactly. how does that stand out and because my name doesn't really have a good ring to it Joel Alston to me sounds like someone's yawning like Joel <laughs> Alston so I'm like it just sounds boring yeah, yeah. so I'm like oh, I need something that's catchy that even if people haven't heard of me they'll be interested to go into it yeah sure and uh, my wife just said it as a joke and I was like hang on actually that sounds fucking yeah. pretty cool <laughs> let's and, go with yeah it. yeah and I went with it and then um, I did two weddings where I dressed up as the classic hipster and um, <laughs> it's a wedding photographer and then I was like oh, fuck this I'm actually going to go barefoot and yeah. Beck was like no don't do that don't do it it's going to be so bad for your business and as soon as I did it it was like it just went off yeah. like, and everyone loved it so I'm like oh, well cool I'm not yeah. many photos why do I need to look good <laughs> exactly and that's like the thing I always laugh at like all I wear is jeans and a button up shirt if it's mm. hot I'll just wear a t-shirt yeah um, and same thing I generally wear boots just because shooting in country you know sure. snakes not something you want to encounter barefoot definitely yeah definitely <laughs> um, and I don't deal well with snakes in general <laughs> yeah. at all so I'm like no yeah um, but yeah so many people like all the old people as well they'll rock up they're like oh shouldn't you be in a suit I'm oh, like, dude. I'm like shooting in a suit in 10 hours in the day for like what 30 degree heat is man just, Australian summer sucks too I know and like flies and, and just I, the, the movement like I get mm. on the ground I climb trees for, I do weird stuff for yeah, photos yeah. Yeah. like in a suit you can move like hardly anywhere oh, it's limited, it. man. and it's just like yeah like I said man there's no reason that you need to look good like because yeah. it's you're not in any photos yeah, like I understand sure. the respect aspect but it's funny that you say oh people come up to you and say that imagine what I yeah. get man like yeah, yeah. in summer I wear denim shorts that have got tears in them plus a singlet yeah and barefoot I get so many old people coming up to me but at the end of the day like okay cool that's your opinion and yeah. look I'm not trying to insult you and no. I'm sorry if you've taken that way but 
I'm not here for you. I'm here yeah, for the couple. 100%. And, and the couple are okay with that. Yeah, yeah, and the couple are okay with it because they know. They, I yeah. tell them. I say, hey, just got to let you know I shoot like this. If you're having a black tie wedding, I'm probably not your guy. <laughs> so so it really doesn't bother me. Yeah. I'll just And I, got, I just want to be comfortable, man. And yeah. if you're comfortable shooting with what you're wearing and everything that you've got, you have so much more flexibility and 100%. it gives me more um, yeah, flexibility, I guess, to do my job yeah, the best 100%. I can. And one thing I noticed with you particularly, like um, when we were on the workshop, mm. um, so history for those listening, I guess, we started talking via Instagram. Thing, yeah, hey. prior. Yeah, yeah, and then classic social media relationship. Photographers that are like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, swipe right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slide into my DMs." <laughs> and yeah, and then you started to put out the info for your exposed adventure stuff, which mm. we'll get to later. We'll talk to. Mm. Um, but one thing I noticed going to that workshop with you um, is you had this huge respect for the land, and and I remember you were talking about like when you take your shoes off and you do get barefoot and bearded in mm. the environment, like. Mm. And that was playing an effect on the way you interact with the couple. Like, sure. how does that work for you? Like, and where does that come from? Is there some kind of culture you were brought up with your family? Or? Yeah. So I guess like that's where it definitely started there. Like, um, yeah, you can, I could get into big details, but just at the end of the day, you know, long story short, my family has been heavily influenced with nature and like sure. you go out hiking and, yeah. you know, I grew up down the South coast around Kiama and stuff and there's beautiful, you know, Southern Highlands are stunning around there and beaches and yeah. rainforests and stuff. And, you know, just, just be respectful, really. Just don't fucking leave rubbish, pick it up. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just like all basic stuff, but I guess it was like my family that sort of introduced me to like when you go to places and, and you feel something more than what you're looking at. Yeah. Like you look at something, you know, I, I'm lucky to travel places all around the world to shoot and Blue Mountains is a classic one. It's just around yeah. the corner really. And, um, you know, it's phenomenal to look at, but there's just something more than just the view. It's like an energy of the place. Like yeah, that's sure. where we had that first workshop. And yeah. there's just some places I get to like my goal I guess with how I shoot and, and what I'm influenced by like people ask that question like what are you, what are you influenced by and I'm thinking mm. like you know there's heaps of amazing photographers out there but at the end of the day my influence comes from the people I'm working with yeah. and where I'm shooting I'm very heavily influenced by environment so generally I don't shoot them in heaps of um, urban environments mm-hmm. sometimes I do when I'm feeling that sort of vibe yep. but um, uh, most of the time it's out in nature as much as as most as I can because I love drawing that energy and trying to push that through my work and I always try and make sure that there's a bit of a synergy between the couple and the environment like I don't just go oh this is a hell moody environment I'm going to get the couple to shoot be heaps moody I'll just sort of you know make sure that they're meeting on an even level as weird as it sounds to get an environment and and a couple to work yeah Um, it sounds kind of weird and wanky but (laughs) I guess it's just sort of how I sort of um, my headspace of how I shoot yeah. try and bring them both together yeah yeah, and it's really cool and, and that's what I love about um, photography like yes it's a job but it's an art like everyone works differently like yeah, for sure. me I know I'm heavily influenced by music like mm. I can listen to a song and bawl my eyes out mm. just by listening to the song and I'm like mm. I don't know where that comes from sure. but yep. me like the way I work is I try and put the music into that situation with a couple yep. and kind of go alright you know what does this song make you feel how do you feel and then you know, translate that into the way they, they interact and they touch each other and they kiss and they talk to each other like yeah same same kind of concept I think you know just what you were raised up in and influenced yeah in, I guess, which yeah is cool. definitely and I and I definitely <clears throat> I sort of always point out um, the environment and the energy of where we are with couples like yeah. I don't just go oh I hope they're feeling it like I use <laughs> yeah. I use language to sort sure. of say you know every now and then I'll, I'll stop and just tell the couple like hey like just have a look around for a second like yeah. how fucking cool is this that we're here on yeah. your wedding day and 
you know, the energy of all this. You guys love each other so much. Once you start pulling some of those heartstrings, like yeah. couples actually start to realize that. Like, yeah, Because sure. couples in couples' headspaces, they're just going, oh, we're just here for photos and we'll go back and party or, yeah. or whatever. If they're eloping, they're not partying. They're just like, oh, yeah, we're just here for photos and we'll go home and yeah. do whatever. But, like, you know, there's just so much more... Um, oh, man, I don't even know the word for it. But just so much more... It's just so much more important than that than yeah. just getting nice images. Like, yeah. the the whole energy and, you know, this... Oh, I don't know, man. It's really hard for me to put it into yeah. words. Yeah. Like, it's easy when you're shooting and you're yeah. there. But, um, yeah, I always try and point out to the couples, like, how significant this moment is. Yeah. And then usually they'll recognize it and they'll start to get emotional and then yeah. I sort of push them a little bit further not push them but guide them yeah. um, to yeah. get a little bit more emotional with their with their partner and sometimes I, I do use music actually yeah. I carry a UE boom speaker with me and put like Same. City in yeah. Colour is a classic one yeah. um, I put some songs on by those guys and you know they have really beautiful lyrics and yeah. good rhythms and stuff that really couples find it easy to connect with yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah I always just try and get couples present in that moment I yeah, suppose yeah sure I'm a full Bon Iver guy like, oh dude bon chuck that on and, and my brain just goes woo oh dude 100% <laughs> weirder spot I think but, everyone's the same <laughs> yeah yeah like actually over there I shot a wedding over here once yeah um, and same thing like put the music on Bon Iver and the couple and just like I literally just hid the, the speaker behind a rock and mm. was like just listen and just do what you feel like this yeah. is your first moment alone as a couple dude yeah and I just kind of ran around shot a bit and then I came back and I'm like oh they're like legit in tears together and yeah. I was like holy crap like, so awesome man. yeah and it's yeah. that kind of yeah creating that atmosphere coaching them into it and, and yeah not coaching but guiding them like you mm. said like mm. so many photographers would just be like hey stand there smile hold hands yeah, and man, then it's so shallow you get stuck I hate that yeah and, and the amount of people that I that come to me and say, oh, I love the way you pose people. I'm like, I don't pose people. And you'd, I imagine you'd have the same people yeah. like, oh, yeah. how do you do that? And it's like, mm. you know, we don't pose. It's the way you interact and, and bring It's them the in. mood that you set. Yeah, it's 100%. It sounds, but 100%. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, man. It, it, yeah, fucking anyone can do that, man. Like anyone can do the stand there, smile, look that way, direct. Like yeah. if you've got that creative mind or fucking sure. Uncle Joe with his iPhone or iPad <laughs> or whatever yeah. can do that at the wedding. Like yeah. stand here, look, if they're the photos you want, you don't book people like us. Yeah, You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Like there's something else that we offer that you can't, we can't market. Yeah. You yeah. just have to experience yeah. or like, you know, we might have booked friends' weddings and they'll tell their friends yeah. and there's something else, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff is so much more important. But you can't put it into words, man. You can't put on your website, hey, I really create a really beautiful <laughs> yeah. mood and environment. Because yeah. you just, people would look at that and go, this guy's yeah. fucking tripping out. Yeah. Like, I'm not booking him. <laughs> what was he on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So that's the sort of stuff you can't, yeah. you can't have. It. Well, I guess you could. I don't yeah. know. See, the, way, know the way I do it is I, I think I pitch it in person, which is why I meet with yeah. all my couples. Definitely, I do the same. Um, because, yeah, again, you can explain it to them. And, and, and the way I kind of pitch it is I'm like, I'll look at them and be like, you know, I want you to see a photo 20 years after you've been married mm. and exactly that moment will come to your head as soon as you see the photo. Like, mm. it's not about what you see in the photo, it's about what you were thinking when he said this to you at that moment rather than, oh, look at the background or look at the way we were mm. holding hands. Yeah. Like, um, It's funny that you say that, man. I did a talk at a workshop in Perth, that yeah. Common Folk one, and, like, my topic was the moment is more important than the image because it oh, fucking 100%. is, man. Yeah. 100 is. 100% is. Like, if you, if you taking that image is going to influence or, or disrupt that moment, yeah. don't fucking do it. Like, if granddad's crying at a reception For sure. and, you know, the only way you can get it is get a fish eye and go up in his face with a fucking flash and blind him, yeah. fuck <laughs> that. Take, take it with your 
with your 35 or your 85 without yeah. a flash even if it's fucking pitch black and deliver it yeah. in black and white or something like that yeah. moment don't interrupt that shit yeah, like 100%. that's it's so much more important to do that man it yeah. fucking pisses me off when people say that <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love that because I think I got that from I don't know if you've seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty yeah I love it um, love that movie and he just he's spends days just waiting and then doesn't even take oh, the shot dude we could have a full fucking chat about oh, man, that moment 100% like there's been weddings where I've done that and just been like people are like why are you taking a photo of that like that's yeah. happening I'm like because it's happening like yeah, I don't yeah. want to take a photo of it it's and happening it, yeah like you try and document it if you can yeah. if it's there like like you know and I'm sure you've experienced the same thing there'll be moments where people are crying and it's so beautiful mm. and, 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 and emotional and, and so much deeper yeah and I'll take the photo and if I've got it I'll just fucking step back yeah. like, like there's no yeah. need to get in there and get 30 shots if you can get 30 shots like yeah. you get it in one shot you're sweet you back yeah. up and you let that moment happen organically yeah. like because it's so much more important that moment yeah. man like yeah. if you're just gonna fucking get in their grill and fuck it yeah. up then there's no point yeah. you know, capturing it because you're actually gonna remind them yeah exactly how you fucked it up yeah. for them yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll no longer remember the moment they'll yeah. go damn that photographer yeah like oh that was really beautiful until he fucking took 30 <laughs> yeah. photos now. until face. he tripped over grandma yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and like I've, de- I've delivered like slightly blurry or less sharp out of focus photos definitely because I look at the photo and I go no that moment that they'll remember is more important than being 100% sharp definitely and man. I know that's a point of controversy between some photographers that are like no it's not sharp it's oh, not man. I'm it's like, unnecessary yeah. strain and stress and like yeah. if you're going to look at your work like that like yes you need to be productive because you'll never, never yeah, develop sure, but sure. Um, oh man if that's all you're worried about sharpness and colours and all that crap yeah. it doesn't matter man it's how an image feels that's yeah. why there's so many amazing photographers out there that create work that'll just fucking rock your world Yeah. and you'll just be like that is thousand times opposite of what I would do in that situation yeah. there's something about it that I yeah. feel like yeah. you know Ollie Sampson's a classic example yeah, of that yeah, like definitely. it's funny I spoke uh, he said to me the other day he sent me an email about something and um, he was like oh you're only successful in the industry until you create work and you don't get any more bookings your own mother doesn't even call you <laughs> and everyone just thinks you're fucked up and yeah. I'm like but then like you come out the other end people start to realise yeah. and I'm like that's fucking people awesome do, that's, yeah. that's an artist's perspective yeah, you know yeah. what I mean it's not like, about the money it's not about making the booking yeah like he's very oh man he's just so he's a interesting wizard. dude he's fucking amazing yeah he's just his mindset you can't have yeah. that you can't train that sort of mind no, no. you need to be born with it 100%. so fuck you Ollie <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you again <laughs> we caught up last time I was in Melbourne but yeah. now I'm coming now that I have a podcast yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm coming for you boy <laughs> oh man strap yourself um, in <laughs> oh man like, dude like, I was like yeah let's catch up expecting to just do like the standard like you know catch up for coffee over yeah. an hour or whatever mm. We went to three different coffee shops. Oh, really? Because we were like, we've been in this one for ages. We should probably go to another yeah. one. And I was like, mate, <laughs> hey, if you're happy to keep talking to me, yeah. <laughs> I don't even care, whatever. And we just went yeah. to like three different coffee shops, caught up. And it's just, yeah, just a good dude. Yeah, just a good mind, man. It's just, yeah, yeah I love chatting with him. He's just awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. definitely. Coming for you, Ollie. You're next <laughs> one day. There's so many people. But, um, oh, so tell me your, your story a little bit. Like, mm. you talked about, like, what you do and whatever. But um, obviously to get to the point of you know, being like, screw tradition and mm. whatever, you kind of had to go through a process of trying things and, and study and whatever. So how did yeah. you get to this point of... Oh, man, you know, basic boring story. Study <laughs> for, like, six months um, at a college in uni, realised sure. I hated it because yeah. the teachers were... Um, they'd mark you badly because you didn't do it how they would do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no creative flexibility, so I was like, oh, this just fucked them out. Yeah. And then, yeah, just, like, you know just did laboring and hospitality and just pissed the money up against the wall as a classic teenager and <laughs> just took photos for fun and just said to my old man I was like 
okay, like, I'm ready to do something with my life now. And he's huh. like, oh, why don't you fo- try photography? And for me, coming that coming from my dad, like, sure. he's, he's an older bloke. I yeah. uh, love you, dad. Um, <laughs> and... Yeah, he always said to me, you'll never work a day in your life if you love what you do. So I was yeah, like, fuck, well, I'll give it a go. And yeah. like, if it doesn't fail, then if it fails, then I'll try something else. So yeah, yeah then just tried it. And, um, you know, just like most photographers, just sort of accidentally fall into weddings, shoot a friends and loved it and then yeah, pursue sure. it and then it works, whatever. Um, and just push my business and... Yeah, went from zero to 100 super quick, um, <laughs> That's which true, I wasn't prepared. We, I, I remember finding out, I was like, we technically started at the same time. Like, I've only, yeah. been, I've only had the photography business for like three years, and I think you've mm. only been on like three or four or something like that. Yeah, this is my third year now. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, when I found out, I'm like, damn it, what did he do right? <laughs> like, what did he find that just went, bing? Oh, man. And, and all it was for me is like, at school, I was like a 70, 75% student. Yeah. You know, cruise through, see, yeah, see whatever it was sweet. The only subject that I did really well in was business studies. Yeah, okay. Because um, for me, it was um, the uh, like separating subtitles, dot points, all that yeah. shit. Just did my OCD, like was amazing. Yeah, okay. Um, so I was like, like that business part of my mind was really switched on. Like yeah, I really sure. like it made sense to me. Where English, which was like, oh, that's kind of right, but you could be more right. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. Like, tell me if I'm right or wrong. That's yeah. why I like the concept of mass, but I'm shit at mass. Yeah, okay. The concept of mass is like, you're right or wrong. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, I that's perfect. It. I just hate it all, all yeah. together. <laughs> so, business studies work really well for me. So, sure. you know, I just did the classic, like, uh, every, like every photographer bought Hello May magazine, Together Journal, and just copied every fucking pose yeah. um, <laughs> that was in there. Like, handhold, I just copied. I just, man, I just, I just became a sheep. Yeah. But then I was like, okay, I've learned the basics. Sure. All I'm going to do is just push my business and, and create this brand that people just can't resist or yeah. that is so unique and that's what worked out really well and that's where my business exploded yeah. which was great because I had income and I uh, could support a family and go full time really quickly like yeah. in a year I was full time um, but for me there was a silver lining which was like you know that was great but I didn't get any time to develop myself as an artist because I was sure. just copying and just creating images that were already run in the mill yeah and but now um, just now I'm sort of recognizing you know meeting um, my best mate Aaron Shum yeah. that does the workshops with me his journey was the opposite he yeah. his art was like so fine-tuned and so unique and his images are fucking unreal but like he's he a said, freak yeah dude his work is so cool and coming for you too Aaron yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna list all the photographers that I'm coming for <laughs> and um, yeah so like his art was amazing but he was I always say to him he's the gold at the end of the rainbow that no one knows about just yet like yeah. he just needs to push that business so we met each other at opposite ends of our journey so we just sure. crossed over and now we're helping each other yeah. he's helping me artistically and I'm helping him business wise it's, so it's a really good yeah, transition sure. yeah um but yeah, so like, you know, it was good because my business went real big and getting money, like as I said, but yeah. yeah, I just really wish I developed myself more as an artist, I suppose. Yeah. But um, then I said that at the Common Folk workshop and then someone said, but I don't think you'll ever be fully satisfied because artists are never 100%. Yeah. Okay. You, you know, you'll always, I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I, I agree with that. Yeah. You're never going to be 100% satisfied with your work, but no. I just wish I developed myself a little bit more because yeah. my work, like, you know, people... Yeah, I'm assuming people like my work, I suppose. But <laughs> I, I can, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying this to like fish for compliments or yeah, yeah. whatever. Like, I just know that my work isn't any different from every other half decent wedding photographer. Yeah. I just know that my brand is 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 different. You yeah. know what I mean? Like my work. Like yes, I've, I guess I'm developing my own vibe and 
You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know, it's hard yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, no, fully get it, fully get it. My work, my work um, isn't extraordinary. Yeah. It, any more different than anyone else's, yeah. I think. It's just like, I've just got a good brand, I yeah. suppose. And I know, that's just what I think. I think the way you developed your brand helps you too, like, mm. because you don't get the couples that just want those standard shots. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know, you might get those and inquiries. And see, that's the thing. That's, I, I guess my brand helped me create images down the track that yeah. suited me because I'm getting those clients that are adventurous yeah, and sure, fuck traditions sure. and want to do whatever yeah. so I guess that has assisted me my brain has assisted me in creating images that are unique yeah. um, you know and that obviously comes through with locations but sure. here's another thing like you know at the end of the day if, if you're in New Zealand on top of a mountain on a sunset with snow-capped mountains dude you can take a good photo with a fucking iPhone yeah, like, anyone, anyone can do it still <laughs> what makes your images different For sure. like that's yeah, what yeah. I'm sort of really trying to that's yeah. my journey at the moment I guess yeah. Yeah, and that's it. Like, it's it's a journey, and like again, I don't think anyone's ever fully satisfied. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, you, I look at the first lot of photos. I came through like clearing out an old hard drive the other day, and was just like, oh, what was I thinking? I was like, what was I thinking? <laughs> um, but again, like, good to you, reflect how yeah, far you've come. Yeah, you can back. look at how far you come, and I can still look at you know the first wedding I ever shot and my most recent wedding I ever shot, and still see the similarities of of me in it mm. but it's like it's evolved yeah definitely it's like it's become the new Tom like because I've learned this and I've and I've figured out different things and I've learned what worked and what didn't work mm. and and the thing that sucks is they're hard lessons to learn mm. um, It's and I think um, Eric when I interviewed him in Chicago he was saying about his street photography and um, he thought he was real good and was real happy with his work and then some guy was just like these, are, these suck like <laughs> brutal and, yeah yeah and he's like but it was that that brutally honest lesson you had to learn mm that made him go actually he's right mm. like you know everyone tells me these are great but everyone's just encouraging me so I continue mm. to do it yep. when someone who's actually like further up in the artistic journey or in the, the community actually yep. goes hey they're good but they're not great Yeah, yeah. you can do better and that it's a hard lesson to learn but it pushes you mm. and I think that was one thing I learned with you guys at the, the workshop like I, I nailed those um, real happy couple shots mm. and, and made everyone laugh easy because that's who I am as a person. Like, yeah, exactly. I make anyone laugh. I just make a joke about myself and it's mm. pretty easy. Mm. But I think it was getting those more intimate and moody shots that was really not what I worked out. You came to the right workshop. Yeah, yeah man. And, and, I, and I was like, I was like, no, I've got these. Like, look at this. This is intimate and moody. And then yeah. I looked at the ones from the workshop after, like, I think you said, like, a few things to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Now, and yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, man. It's a, it's a weird, like, and look, I... You know, we've caught up plenty of times. Yeah, and We've had sure. coffees and beers and stuff, and like, I'm not that sort of a person. Like, yeah. I'm not hell moody, and you know, no, he's sitting, he's not, sitting here in a da- trench coat in yeah. the sun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not like a darker soul. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I, you know, I like a good laugh, like anyone, yeah, right? For sure. Certain yeah. beers and stuff, but so my work isn't really. But I think the, what I strive for is that intimate connection. Yeah. With myself, with the couples, and and the couples that I have together. So yeah. I think that's my my intense um, yeah my intense passionate connection w- between people yeah um, is where that where I try and push my work yeah. into I suppose yeah for sure and you find with the weddings you do like working with people more than the shots do you mm. find that your couples connect with you better but also like remain friends like yeah like definitely. my ultimate goal when I finish a wedding with a couple is to be able to see them down the street and like honestly just be like hey let's have a coffee together Dude, right now 100% um, whereas I know other people are always like nah just rock up I can tell you go. now that some of my best mates are, I've shot their weddings yeah, yeah so like yeah. tonight actually I'm going rock climbing with the bride that oh, I really? shot the wedding that's awesome <laughs> and um, yeah she's super cool and yeah. like 
don't know, man. Every t- like I do the same thing as you, right? Meet up with couples prior to a, a, yeah. a, um, a booking. Yeah. Um, and I always say to them, like, guys, at the end of the day, I hate word. I hate that fucking c word. The client word. I hate. I hate client. <laughs> I like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we have to bring this like extra yeah. explicit here <laughs> yeah. for a second. We <laughs> hate the c word. Um, man, the client word just seems so formal yeah. and, and impersonal and yeah. and and selfish. Yeah, and sure. So like I just say, at the end of the day, guys, I just want us to be friends. So like yeah. I always catch up with like. You know, I always catch up with them prior, and if yeah. like, because some of my couples are like down down south coast or wherever, yeah. and they, if they're ever in the vicinity of Newcastle, sure, um, I'll be like, they'll message me and go, "Hey, let's catch up for a beer." I'm like, yeah. "Fuck yeah, let's go for it!" Yeah. Like, you know, I, they're friends, man. Like, yeah. I don't book clients; I, yeah. I book friends. Yeah, I even hate the word couple, or well, not not hate it, but like, I don't like talking about them as couples. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'd prefer to just be on my social media and be like, "Hey, shooting a friends wedding today," and like, and then everyone be like. They friends? I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. but no, like, yeah. Um, but the same thing, like, that's that's what I tell my couples, and I learned this from one of my best, best mates, Scott Layer. He's a photographer and up around here, around Wombrel. Mm. Um, and same thing, he taught me is like, I try and make sure that my couples know that on my wedding day, I'm not Scott the photographer, I'm mm. Scott the friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 as soon as I adapted that, I found not only the couple felt more relaxed. But if they introduce me, like if I walk into the boys getting ready and they go, oh, it's Tom, mm. everyone just goes, sweet. Whereas if they go, oh, the photographer's here, everyone sucks in their gut, stands up straight. Dude, yeah, freaks and out. And automatically, like, there's that barrier straight mm. away. Mm. So when I go into, like, a wedding now, like, um, and I know, like, two men talk about this in some of their workshops, is mm. spend the first 15, 20 minutes or whatever just sitting down. If the boys are having a beer and it's mm. 9 o'clock in the morning, sit down and have a beer with the boys. Like, I do the same, yeah. Yeah, and you just get in and... 9 o'clock in the morning for a beer any yeah, day. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I work yeah, for I myself. I if I have to. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, pull the arm, okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, and it's true, like, if you rock up and you say no, automatically, whether they're trying to put a barrier between you or not, mm. that's just going to create that kind of, oh, he didn't want to be with us. Exactly. He's here to work. And whereas if you kind of break that barrier down by just saying, yeah, sure, like, if you don't drink it, you don't drink it. Whatever, mm. like it's up to you what you do. But I always, man, I think the best thing to to book friends, yeah, in um inverted commas, yeah, yeah. um, is do an engagement shoot. It's the yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, do, man. I, push I so always hard. push them so hard on that because, like, you know, if you're familiar with my work, I do. I go for camping trips with my couples. Yeah, because I get a lot of adventurous couples, right? Yeah. So I'll be like, hey, let's go up to Blue Mountains. We'll go shoot sunset, and then we'll sure. go set up camp, have a big campfire, have some beers and some fucking cheese and some red wine. Yeah. Um, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, and you shoot, and like it's all cool, and yeah. you have that really good environment. I always take music with me, and yeah. Um, and then we just sit down and just like just chat for the whole night yeah. and like that's where they're going to leave and they're just going to call up all their friends and family and say oh my god we just got back from the engagement shoot it was amazing yeah. they haven't even seen your photos yeah, yet yeah, exactly. but they love it because of the environment yeah. that you created and like then when you go and, I, and I'm sure you've done this before as well like you rock up to a wedding and they'll be like oh you did the engagement photos right because yeah. 9 out of 10 like Most you killed it, it. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. and they'll show their friends if they love it and you go oh sure. yeah and they go oh that was so awesome and yeah. then automatically they just love you man yeah. they'll do anything for yeah, you 100%. exactly and then you just feel like you're welcomed in yeah. the environment and you know especially with what I wear I already felt yeah, feel yeah, yeah. like that sort of <laughs> casual approach so yeah. Um, yeah engagement shoots are seriously the best fucking thing yeah. you can do for every single yeah. couple and, I love, and, and for me too not only just the photos but just getting along with them 100% yeah. like yeah. I, I don't camp with them but I'll take a couple of beers some music and we'll hang out for a couple of hours yeah. So um, I say to them, the two, the two things that I want you to get out of this couple shoot is like, fuck extra photos. You're going to have yeah. enough for your wedding. But yes, that is a bonus, get yeah. extra shots. But the two things I want you to walk away from is understanding how it is to be in front of a camera. Yeah. So then when it comes to the wedding day, you can just fall into it naturally. And for then sure. you'll trust me because we've worked together before yeah. and you see what I can do. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing is to get to know me as a friend. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not 
a fucking walking camera. Yeah. I'm a human. I have interests. <laughs> I have a family. Yeah. You know, yeah. like get to know me on that level, yeah, and, we'll, sure. and we'll get along so much better, and the, and everyone will be so much more comfortable, yeah. and we'll get heaps better shots. Yeah, and your photos come out better, and everyone's exactly. happy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. It's great. So how do you deal? Like you do a lot of overseas work, a lot of overseas yep. elopements and whatever. How do you work around that then? Like I know. With engagement like I, shoots. Yeah, because I know I got back from Canada, but luckily they were from Australia, so I could do the shoot with them here sure. first, and then go over. Yeah, and a lot a lot of those circumstances that is the same thing for me. Yeah. So like, um, so for example, I'm going to Morocco at the end of September and they live down in uh, Great Ocean Road. Okay. So Oof. I'm there, I just said to them like, hey, just fly me down there. Yeah. Um, I'll just sleep on the lounge for the night and I'll just do it down there. And like, yeah, cool. Like a yeah. flight from here down to Melbourne, man, is like 200 bucks. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. fucking nothing. nothing. So uh, I just go down there for one night, come back the next day and just do yeah. the shoot. And like, obviously if I can do it like that, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I got a job in, uh, as I was saying to you before, in Nepal yeah. uh, in October, and they live in New Zealand. So, okay. unfortunately, it's probably a bit out of my price range to go over there. Yeah. Um, but in that circumstance, what I usually do is, usually when you're doing an overseas elopement or wedding, they're yeah. there not just the day before. They're there yeah. like a week before. Sure. Unless, you know, if, if they live there, they definitely are. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they're you flying from somewhere, they'll get there a little bit earlier and make yeah. a little trip out of it. So, I usually try and tee it up a couple of days before. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. you just pump it out, man. Like, yeah. If you do the engagement shoot three days before, which yeah. is generally normal, three or four days before, um, I'll just do it, edit it in like two days, just yeah. won't stop and just get it to them. So yeah, sure. they're frothing before their wedding. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so you just make it happen. Yeah, just yeah, cool. Push yourself, yeah. Maybe Overseas really. stuff's fucking hard, man. It's oh. difficult, dude. Like, it's, it's such a... Um, romanticized thing <laughs> yeah. in wedding photography and it's like yeah. great because you know I'm not saying that it's horrible it's yeah. like it's fucking awesome there's a lot more to go it's just it hard yeah, it's fucking sure. harder than just driving half away from half an hour away from where you live yeah for sure and doing a job locally and yeah. getting like you know more money yeah right which a lot of people would think why the fuck wouldn't you do that it's like that you're doing it for more than that you know yeah. what I mean there's more that's you're getting out of an overseas job than you get from doing something around the corner yeah. not that doing stuff from around the corner is, is bad it's yeah. just like you just they just offer different yeah, things yeah wildly different things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah overseas stuff's awesome but it's just uh, hard yeah. yakka man oh man I was like yeah just learning we going to Canada I was just like because I think I messaged you, didn't I? Yeah, and mm. you're like, do it right. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah, dude. Yeah, um, well, I, yeah. I fly to the states in two days. Yeah, and I got a Vegas elopement on Saturday. This Saturday. Is that is that the real like cool one in the desert yeah. with Elvis? Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. Dude, that this is so. These guys envious. are gonna be wild. That's sick. I, I'll send this podcast to them. They're fucking cool. <laughs> you guys are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you need a videographer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna release it. You fly tomorrow. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna release it tonight. Um, yeah. So uh, with a lot of overseas stuff, mm. where where's your favorite place you've been for a week? Well, not just for a week. Yeah, where's your favorite place you've been overseas to shoot? Oh, Faroe Islands. Yeah. Dude, yeah, 100%. In between Iceland and Norway in the yeah. in the Arctic Circle. Fucking wild, dude. Like, I'd, I'd never heard of the Faroe Islands until you were like, yeah, I'm going there. Yeah. I saw your photos. I'm like, what Man, is this place? Man, it's like, you know, classic, like Iceland's a classic example, right? It's just yeah. so done. Like, I don't, I wouldn't even, there's not one part of me now that wants to go there. I went there three years ago before yeah. I got gnarly yeah, and um, loved it. And I'd still, I'm sure I'd still love it if I went there today. And sure. most photographers get there and they froth it. But yeah. I, just, I just don't have any drive to get back there because, yeah. like, man, you just go on Instagram, you're fucking there. Yeah, you know what I mean? You can like, see it. it's, yeah, it's yeah. so plus. And Faroe Islands is becoming like that. Yeah. Um, but it's not as, um, you know, a year from today, it'll be the same thing yeah, with Faroes yeah. um, that it is with Iceland. But, yeah. you know, currently going there and not being super influenced by social media and, sure. and processing it from a different perspective like yeah. 
man, it's like the best place I've ever been. It's yeah. just the scale of stuff. Like you get there and you're like, that's not real. It's a fucking green screen. Like yeah. surely like <laughs> yeah, I've be. seen stuff that's been animated that is less dramatic as what this is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like crazy, it's yeah. wild. Faroe Islands is fucking crazy. Dude. Yeah. 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 I saw your photos and was just like, what? Have I, I never heard of this place? I'm doing an exhibition from that trip actually, oh, yeah, like okay. eventually with my mate, um, Liam P from Instill Motion shout yeah. out I'll come <laughs> um, view it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fly over to the UK um, yeah so I'm going to do an exhibition with him on that trip and sure, I, the yeah. photos that I've put up have been like just gap fillers bro yeah okay. so the shots that I'm Damn. holding is crazy man <laughs> okay. yeah like yeah. but it's just the same it's like same thing as what I said before you get there with an iPhone and just be looking yeah. insane yeah, take a good photo I did a pano on a spot and I'm looking on there I'm like it's fucking crazy yeah. like that's crazy like, yeah. I don't even need the DSLR yeah, or film Yeah, don't need high res. Yeah, no, it's just the it. phone makes it look... Yeah. Y- you just think it's fake. <laughs> yeah, say, so, like, I, I learned that at um, Niagara Falls. Like, you see Niagara Falls everywhere. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's huge. But then when you actually get there and, like... Have you been to Niagara Falls? No, I haven't, no. When you actually get there, you just, like... What the fuck? Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's insane, too, because you can uh, do the Canada side, not the States. State yep. side sucks. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> it's just smaller viewing platform and whatever. Fair enough. Um, shout out to Canada. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can walk around it further up the top and you can just, like, honestly, that barrier that's here at the beach with us is the only thing stopping you and the however big the drop is from the waterfall. Dude, crazy. It's insane. You look at it and you're like, what the hell? Like, yeah. how is there not a big fence and whatever? Yeah, barbed wire yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and you look at it and you go, that's cool. But then you get the boat and the boat goes down the bottom to it and it's just a crazy different perspective. Yeah, yeah. You look at it and you're just like, this is the exact same thing as up there, mm. but completely different. Yeah. It's so loud and the sheer force of it. Like, mm. I learned when I was there, it, that's one-fifth of the world's fresh water flowing over it at any time. Wow. That's insane, hey? You're like, what? Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> um, and people have fallen over it. Like, Fuck. people, there was, there was, they were telling us a story of, like, a kid that was fishing with his dad fell out the boat and went over Niagara Falls and survived. Like, totally oh, alive. No yeah, way. totally alive. I'm like, dude, that kid never wants to do a swimming race or <laughs> anything in his life again. They're like, today we're going to swimming lessons. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm like, but yeah, just looking at the drop and the sheer force of the water, I'm like, how did that kid survive that? Oh, like, man. Well, I think Faroe Islands has got the, the biggest cliffs in the world that have a sheer drop to the ocean. I think yeah. it's like, I think like, um, actually, correct me if anyone, if like Google it, yeah. but I think it's like 490 meters sheer drop to the ocean. Wow. Yeah, like you're just standing at the edge looking straight down. It's crazy, yeah. man. It's fucking yeah. crazy. And there's no fence, is there? <laughs> no, nothing. It's no, crazy. it's just, yeah, man. It's, it's, that's, yeah, that's a, one place you've got to add on to your, yeah. Yeah. your bucket list. Definitely sure. going to go there one day. Mm. That'd be wicked. So yeah. you're headed to the States in two days? Yep. Uh, so you got your elopement. What else are you doing? Oh, just, just the elopement? Yeah, so like, um, I'm there for a couple of days prior just to just check it out because yep. um, you know I want to cl- get the classic Vegas shots <laughs> but I also want to um, yeah. just see some cool deserts and yeah. see you know there's those ma- the magic I think the magic mountain sculpture is still there so I want okay. to check out see how far that is and just yes, you know yeah. whenever I do overseas stuff I always try and get there like I said four days before or yeah. three days before just to so it gives you a day or two to get over jet lag yeah, for sure. and then at least one full day of scouting so you know yeah. what you're getting into yeah. Um, so yeah I got that there Nothing else planned. Like, if I get sure. a few couple shoots, sweet. Yeah. Just meet some photographers and just whatever. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, I'll just be, like, working hard to just plan out this elopement. Yeah. And then I come back from that. And then, um, yeah, end of September, I got Morocco. Yeah. Um, cool. An elopement there which with a couple where they're uh, eloping in a, a lantern shop. It's going to be fucking sick. That's cool. <laughs> and then we're going out into the Sahara Desert for sunset, which is just going to be crazy. Dude, did you, like, can I just work under your business brand? Like, <laughs> yeah. damn. That's all, that's all branding. Yeah, that's all yeah, it is, yeah, dude. Yeah, totally and is. Like I say, when people say, like, how do you get that sort of stuff? I'm like, it's not my images. It's, yeah. it's the brand that I create. Yeah. So, yeah, so then that and uh, what's next? 
oh, Nepal in October yeah. for five-day hike up to this place called Hotel Everest. Um, and then we hike up to a peak called Kandy or Candy Lookout, yeah. which is like uh, 4.2 kilometers above sea level, which is 800 yeah. meters. Or what's that? Um, eight, oh, like just over a, th- a kilometer below base camp. Yeah. So I'm freaking yeah. out about that, bro. Like <laughs> gonna altitude's yeah. just going to rock me. So yeah. it'll be fun though. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And it'll be a thing to tick off the bucket list. Definitely. definitely yeah. Like, but I'll be like, I'll be so devastated because I'll be just so close to base camp, but I won't yeah. get time to do it. So I'm just going to have to yeah. go back and do base camp again. Oh, I mean, if you have to go back again. If I have to, I guess I should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, when I did Canada, I only got to do the, the Eastern side and then everyone's like, oh, you just have to go back and do the other side. I'm like, oh, uh, all right. right. <laughs> if I have to. <laughs> I'm like, a bunch of people at the, the wedding, like family were like, dating for a long period of time I'm like guys as soon as you get engaged like yeah just just got a, got a two year working visa so yeah. I'm here <laughs> um, but that's pretty yeah that'd be cool I like the fact that our job kind of allows us to see the world yeah dude um, yeah use it as a passport yeah I think that's Christina Wilde I think mm. she says that she's like I want to use my job as a ticket to see the world I'm like exactly. yeah that's yeah man I'm very that. lucky to be in it yeah lucky's one word but then also sure. it's fucking hard work yeah yeah <laughs> is there anywhere that you haven't been that you're like I want to go. That's oh man, like, it's funny because when I got this Nepal booking, I actually thought it was fake. Yeah. Because okay. I only recently started telling people my goal would be hike with a couple into ne- yeah, into okay. the mountains <laughs> in Nepal, and then I get it like a week later. I'm like, this is one of my mates like stitching me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but then I actually met the couple. I'm like, and the first thing I said to the couple over FaceTime, I was like, holy shit, you're real. Like, <laughs> I thought yeah. you were fake. Totally expecting like yeah. a, like a hairy naked man on the other <laughs> side of the Skype. <laughs> Right. I just thought one of my mates just stitching me up going psych yeah. Right, so, yeah so that was my that's yeah. my goal so once I do that one um, man I think like I strive for just unique stuff I think where I'd love to go um, location wise would definitely have to be Antarctica I'd love to do Antarctica yeah that'd be sick um, Baffin Island in Canada like okay. man it's so off grid it's ridiculous I found yeah. it Google mapping zooming in and there's like nothing there but it's that's fucking cool. wild landscape yeah so Baffin Island um I haven't done the Lofoten Islands mm-hmm. in Norway, but I know it seems to be one of those places that's done now. So yeah, I'd love to, you know, if I end up over there, fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah, but I'm sure. not, you know, it's not um, so high up. So places like that, Patagonia would be wicked. Yeah, that'd be cool. Chile. Um, oh, man, the list goes on, really. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think, um, oh, what's the place? Svalbard. Svalbard is north of Iceland. Okay. And it's the furthest northern population in the world. Right. And um, it's crazy, man. Like, yeah, it's Svalbard. It's north of Iceland. So, yeah, it's just like so close to the North Pole and people live there. Yeah, that's cool. So, I'd love to do one there. That'd be crazy. (laughs) But I looked at flights like a while ago and it's like 11 grand. Yeah, so it's like remortgage the house. (laughs) (laughs) Any couples want to book? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, it's I'd love to, I'd I'd love to do like Santorini in Greece or something just because like the sea. Um, just looking at the people like the photos you've seen of the people on the beaches there and the cliffs and that kind of stuff I'm like it looks crazy dude. yeah yeah like I know it's a not a secluded place like mm. you know that people don't know about but I'm just like it'd just be cool to go there and so that's the thing about all those places I mentioned like yes they're awesome but dude if you want to get married there like you, yeah oh, so difficult yeah but you could elope there because you know technically we could just elope with what we're wearing if we've signed a bit of paper and yeah, celebrate sure. standing there saying a sentence so eloping's yeah. easy so yeah. you can just do it anywhere which is great but if you want a wedding and you want food and you yeah. want stylists and receptions like dude you can't do it in those places yeah. I mentioned so yeah eloping yeah I'm so yeah. passionate about that man. yeah yeah I've seen you you love that stuff and yeah it's really, I'm, I'm jealous I wish just I because <laughs> no and, but it all just depends on how you view a wedding day right yeah. so 
Um, a lot of couples, you know, I'm not saying this is wrong because this is just how they see a wedding day, right? Mm-hmm. It's not what I agree with. Yeah. But a lot of couples go, oh, like, I, we just want a big party. I'm like, that's cool. Like, yeah. you know, I understand that's what you see a wedding day as, but you can have a big party anytime of year. Yeah. But what a wedding day, what I see a wedding day is actually about is is a celebration of your love together. Yeah. So I eloped specifically because there wasn't one part of the day where I, did, I couldn't just grab my partner and be with her. Like, yeah. Because that's what I see the day is about, is, is you and your loved one. Like, like, yes, it's good to have your friends and family there, but if they're going to just hinder your process sure. or get in your way or you yeah. know, stress you out or get in, you know, some way they prevent you from seeing each other as much as you can on your day, yeah. don't have them there. Yeah. Because I think that's what it's about, man. Like, I couldn't think of anything worse. And, you, and you've shot weddings, man. We all see yeah. it. Like, you go to you shoot a reception. And you're looking for the bride and groom. Bride's 100 meters that way, and the groom's 100 meters that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, they're caught like, up with different have people. You, have you guys even seen each other? And yeah. then I couldn't even imagine spending that much money because weddings are yeah. fucking expensive, oh. dude. Like 30, yeah. <laughs> 30 to 50 thousand dollars Australian for a wedding is pretty normal. Yeah, well, 50 grand was the average in 2016. Exactly, I think. Yeah. man. So it's so expensive. Like, you know, I'm not saying that it's not worth it. I'm saying yeah. it's worth it if you love it and you yeah. can spend each other. But I can't imagine spending that money and getting to bed at night and looking at your partner and going, "Oh shit, well, <laughs> hello, how was your, how was your day?" Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah the fuck are you doing there yeah, like yeah. why'd you do that yeah. like I don't know I see the day as a as connection and love between people not yeah, not, yeah that's what and I think another sentence that is bullshit man this is just classic and I'm sorry if any brides and grooms say this but <laughs> the connection of like the coming together of two families what a fucking load <laughs> of shit that is like yeah. I'm sorry Expli- explicit warning um, <laughs> but like man like you're, the bride's uncle isn't going to call up the groom's uncle a year later and go hey yeah. you want to go for a beer <laughs> yeah. like, that's the only time they're going to see each other for like sure. that two families coming together is a load of shit yeah. right yeah. I just think like I don't know. It's just. I think it's just a, a thing that society has put in place to make brides and grooms feel guilted into 100%. inviting yeah. all those people, yeah. like aunties and uncles that you don't see unless it's Christmas, and you've yeah. got a fake smile on because you have to. Like, yeah. you've got nothing in common. It's like, what's the point of having those people there? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, table four doesn't get together every year. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I don't yeah. know. I'm very passionate about that. I yeah. think it's just about the couple. That's all. Yeah, and that's cool. And that's I, I love that. Like, that's my brand. That's, yeah. And not every you know not and like. You know, a lot of wedding photographers love shooting receptions and love shooting yeah. crowds and they can get really cool creative composition. Like, you know, classic when I eloped, right, I mm-hmm. was actually thinking about getting Dan O'Day, who we all know yeah. is amazing. I love his work. but And I specifically love his work for how he shoots receptions and crowds, man. His composition yeah. and oh, yeah. how he see. It's like Renaissance paintings, man. Yeah. That's what his photos are. But I'm like, I love his stuff and I love his portraits and stuff yeah, as well. But sure. like what I love most about his work is how he shoots that so I'm yeah. not going to get him to shoot my elopement because yeah. I'm not having 100 people yeah. or however many people right yeah. so um, I wanted someone intimate and personal which yeah, is for sure. um, I, like my mate Josh McHale who yeah. shot it and I loved him yeah he did well yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. so you got your lovely wife Beck. yes and you got a little boy yes his name's uh, Taj I love that name that's mad uh, yeah. and yeah so you guys live here in Newcastle yep what street? What now? <laughs> Everyone rock up. Be like, surprise. <laughs> um, yeah, what's the plan? You guys plan to stick around Newcastle? Like, you love Temporarily. it here? Temporarily. Yeah, we're doing yeah. renovations and stuff. And, sure. man, New- Newey's good. It's like a good lifestyle. And, yeah. You know, it's it's nice here. But uh, ideally, I want to end up back down south coast, like, yeah. um, around Jamboree and Clamour and the mountains there and waterfalls and rainforests. Yeah. And, you know, we have that here, but not as yeah. to the scale as what it is down there. Yeah. I think our goal is like, it's so funny. You'd hear so many people in the wedding industry say this, but I'm just going to repeat it because I'm the same. <laughs> oh, I just want to get a bit of land with a bit yeah. of property and start a wedding venue. It'd be yeah. heaps of fun. But like, man, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. But I don't know. Someone's got to do it. Why can't we do it? Yeah. So, 
Uh, th that's the goal, but yeah, it's just expensive yeah. down there. But yeah, I just want a bit of land where I can have my son run around and just yeah, sure. my goal. This is my goal, right? And like, I want to be able to have a house mm -hmm. that opens up all the windows and you can, and you're just standing in a paddock yeah. and I'll have the best surround sound system. I want to be able to stand naked in my <laughs> house and know no one's watching me. <laughs> Why doesn't that surprise me? And, <laughs> and just pl blast Pink Floyd, the wall album. Yeah. And nice. if I can, one day I'll do that. It'll be a nice spring day. Yeah. It'll be 20 to 25 degrees, sun's out, all the windows open. I'm blasting Pink Floyd, the wall. My son's running around in the paddock. I'm naked and it's going yeah. off. We're like, this is it. Happy. This is. I can die a happy man now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that would that'd be a dream. I'd say, I'd say move out like orange. Like we've got plenty of land for that, nah. but it's way too cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you stand out there, it's not going to be impressive. No, I can tell no, you that. no, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'll just be like, everyone, it's yeah. cold. Don't judge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, it's so awkward. But no, it's true. Like so many people like, and that's a mad dream to have that house and, and do that and mm. work for a man. Like so many people don't have things like that to work for. Yeah. Um, you know, I talk to people that are, that are amazing business people and amazing um, entrepreneurs and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, what's, what's your goal? Like, I don't know. Just work, smash it, make money. I'm like, cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like what's the point? Like, yeah. like one of, one of the guys I wanted to interview, I haven't had the chance. He's from Newcastle here. Um, and his whole way he runs his business and everything is to set up um, funds for his grandkids. So his wow, kids, sick. kids, so that he wants to make money that he's set and then his kids are set and his grandkids are set oh, with, with money. Like not obviously enough to, you know, be billionaires for the rest of your life. Yeah, but, but just a good start. Yeah, but get something that, you know, and leave something for that generation. I'm like, sure. that's that's an awesome thing to work yeah. for. Everyone's got their own little goals. Other people, it's to buy a house on the, on the South Coast and stand there naked. Like, <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. Like, I love yeah, the South Coast. Yeah, and I Coast. think that, like, that's like a long-term goal, but I think sure. temporarily, like, with all this traveling I do, yeah. is really cool. I think... I want to be able to get to the point where I can take my family because yeah, like take my sure. son and so he can experience all that stuff but at the moment he's two he doesn't know where he is yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? so there's no point you can spending take him thousands of dollars like, yeah. so I think when he gets a trip to Iceland yeah, nope <laughs> yeah well then when he gets there he'll be like oh fuck I'll just play in the car or whatever like yeah so he'll take yeah. you to a huge like, waterfall man, and he'll be classic. like <laughs> the other day man we went for driving on Stockton Dunes up here and we yeah. took him and I'm like he's gonna fucking love this yeah we get to the dunes all he does is play in the car <laughs> I'm like, dude, we're on sand yeah. dunes everywhere. I've even brought a sandboard for you to roll down the hill yeah. on, yeah. jump off sand dunes, but you just want to sit in the car and pretend you're driving. We could have done that at a fucking home. Yeah. Why did I do this? What have I done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Uh, it's cool. He's he's cool. I've never met him, but he seems like a good oh, cool kid from I, I was always going to bring him, but I'm like, we won't be able to sit here and chat. <laughs> yeah. He'd just be running off playing in the yeah, sand. Yeah. Like, oh, just whatever. leave him in the car. He'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> I think that's legal, right? Yeah. Um, just put the window down. Yeah. <laughs> Should be right. And, yeah. and your wife runs her own business as well. Like, um, I'm not going to... What is it? Because I don't fully well, understand. Well, um, she's actually going back to work a, a couple of days a week okay, now, but um, sure. she does like uh, tutoring, yeah. uh, English tutoring okay. for kids. Um, she's just about to pass a celebrancy course. Cool. So she's going to do that. Yeah. And um, I said to you earlier that we're st uh, I'm starting up a new project business thing, mm -hmm. um, which I'm not going to say too much about. You heard it here first on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I haven't told anyone. I've, yeah. got, I've got cool people involved so far, but yeah, it's me and my, um, my wife's helping me. Yeah, cool. with that project so we're starting that up it's going to be hopefully it's going to be released and, 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 and kicked off by the end of the year but for sure yeah, yeah so that's in the works yeah cool Fun. I can't yeah. say too much. No, 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 you're <laughs> cool, you're cool. Um, and you've also got anteloping. You're still yeah. running that. What's that do? Yeah, still, still got, still got that kicking over. Sure. Um, yeah, the elopement business, anteloping. So it's like you book myself as the photographer, and I to coordinate and, and yeah. help couples run, make timelines and locations and all that sort of stuff. Um, then we've got Cooper, the wilderness chef, who catered for the workshops yeah. Um, yeah. and who catered for my elopement. Um, who does the catering. 
um, film best food ever fucking ever dude like it's fuck, he's stupidly talented that yeah kid. Um, and then we've got um, Ash from Filming Foliage uh, who did did flowers and styling for my elopement as well so she does the same thing for yeah. interloping and we've got Tanya from Chica Artistry does hair and makeup and um, Kim Oakhill is a celebrant so yeah. you book us as the team and we travel sure. wherever and we just set up your elopement yeah, Done. yeah that's cool I love that idea like um, having that the hard stuff done for you I guess oh man like I say to couples all the time like and I don't know man and this is the thing with weddings right like man I love weddings if couples are doing it for themselves and they're doing what they're genuinely passionate about most of the time nine times out of ten they're doing it because they're they're doing certain things because friends or family have influenced them to do it right so at the end of the day all you need are those services you don't even need all those services we offer but that's what we we need those to create the environment yeah, and, and sure. the antelopements yeah. right we the call base, them antelopements yeah. um, so like I say to couples all you need to do guys is decide what you're going to wear and where you're going to sleep we'll do yeah. the rest that's yeah. all you need to do like so you book us and couples just can fucking breathe and actually get looking and look forward to it rather than having to worry about seating plans and yeah, dietary sure. requirements and all that all shit that we, we do all that for them yeah. so man it's so good I, and like the reason I started it is when I was planning my elopement actually yeah. I was like fuck it'd be cool if someone did this and I'm like well <laughs> I yeah. could do it because I know all the cool people. Like I'll just yeah. bring them all together and make this business. Yeah. And it's just, man, like we did a styled shoot. Hallow May featured that styled shoot. That yeah. same night, I released the business. Overnight, dude, we got 25 inquiries. Wow. Overnight. I was like, wow, we fucking hit a niche. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, nice. There's a market there. And, man, it's going off. It's yeah. going really well. I'm actually getting more inquiries for antelope than we are for my barefoot and bearded. Yeah, okay. That's um, good. But the thing is, conversion rate's not as high because... I think people still see elopements as a budget thing. Yeah. Um, and like, man, I can guarantee you antelopements are 10 times cheaper than a fucking wedding. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, but they're still a little bit more expensive than what people would... Like, okay, I'm not going to beat around the bush, right? Yeah. So to elope with just yourselves, no guests, yeah. within 20 kilometers of Newcastle, it's 8,900. But that's yeah. everything, dude. Yeah, like, that's so And it's good a fucking to... cool day, right? Yeah. So um, it's still... I think people still think to elope around five yeah. grand or whatever. So it's like... You know, we're still a little bit more expensive, but yeah. man, like the industry will catch up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's also that boutique feel. Like, yeah, it's, super, yeah. And I know what we offer is super unique, yeah. right? So it's not like um, there's heaps of other businesses out there that offer it, so you feel more comfortable. Because sure. I understand it's, it's it must be really um, daunting to some couples to book that because they're like, oh, this is so different and unique, and it's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. hope it works, yeah, right? Sure. Um, but we've done we've done like I don't know like. 10 or so now and we've nailed them we've yeah. done a really good job uh, we've been to New Zealand for one and we've yeah, got one booked over in Perth and we get inquiries like for Tassie and all these places it, yeah. we're mostly Australia and New Zealand because um, it's easier it's and easier closer, and, closer yeah, and we sure. got to keep um, we got to make sure we're supplying flowers and food and yeah. stuff like that yeah. so um, but yeah so yeah it, we get heaps of inquiries strike rates not as high because I still think people want to do elopements cool but I still yeah. think they want to try and keep them cheap which yeah. is fair enough like yeah, we're yeah. still not charging 30 to 50 grand which nah. is normal wedding but sure. um, it still might be on that bit of a higher side yeah. of what people are yeah. used to but, but I can guarantee you once you go through we nail it yeah <laughs> without trying to pull my own dick and sound <laughs> cocky but like yeah, yeah we just yeah, I know we just we just we just know what we're doing and, yeah. we're, and like I don't know it doesn't need to be complicated and sure yeah yeah it's easy and I think and weddings are so overcomplicated. Oh man, um, and that's that's the only rule. I, the only rule I have for my couples, I'm like, and I tell them this. I'm like, the only rule I ever have for you is do what you want. I'm mm. like, you don't have to invite. Like, I had a, a friend. I wasn't even shooting a wedding. I remember her telling me she's like, her dad wanted her and her fiance to pay for someone to come over, like some distant relative from like Russia or something. It's a joke, dude. And I'm like, and she's like, we've never met them. Like, why am I going to invite them to my wedding? We've yep. never met them. And I'm like, yeah. So many people try and tell you 
do this, bring this people, have this, have a sparkler exit, have this, have that. And I'm like, I'm like, if you want to do that, that's cool. But if you don't want to do that and you don't find value in it, it's not worth it. I was in um, Auckland recently doing a talk at Wild Hearts Wedding Fair. Yeah. And my topic was fuck traditions, do it your way. Yeah. And it was funny, man, because there's so many vendors there yeah. offering like <laughs> cakes and bridal party dresses. And I could just hear the room <laughs> just fucking, Damn. oh, fuck, what, <laughs> do you better not be bagging out my business? And I wasn't there to do that, but no. it was along that same sort of thing, man. Like, you know, don't do all this sort of stuff if you don't want to yeah. because it's just so easy to fall into that. I call it the wedding spiral and I yeah, don't like that word because yeah. it's like, spiral's a negative word, right? Yeah. Like weddings aren't negative, but the all those extra pressures that come from family and friends can become a negative and, and stressful thing yeah. for couples. So I, I come up with this like theory called the bride and groom bubble. So you create this bubble yeah. and you have mum saying, oh, it's not a wedding unless you have a wedding cake. And yeah. you have nan saying, oh, like, you got to wear a white dress, otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. Or you, if you're inviting this person, you need to invite their fucking brother's, sister's, cousin's dog, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like, what's the point? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I say create this bubble, and what you do by creating that bubble, how you start that is like, I say to brides and grooms all the time, I'm like, because you know, booking a photographer, you're usually second or third priority, right? Yeah. So usually yeah. they're just at the beginning of the process. So yeah. I say, while you're at the beginning of this process, yeah sit your family down for an intervention or call them <laughs> yeah. and you just say um, I always tell couples to tell, I say couples like tell your family to say hey guys like as you all know we're starting this wedding or elopement yeah. or whatever you're planning um, and just say look it's a really stressful experience and, and we want to know that you guys genuinely want the best for us yeah. so all we ask from you is to please just support us with our decisions yeah. um, and it Without being rude, yeah. please keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah, um, if we want them, we'll ask you for them. Yeah. If we want advice, we'll ask you. But in, in, in the meantime, can you please just support us and yeah, just know sure. that you love us and you want the best for us? Because if you sit down with your family and say that to them at the yeah. beginning of a planning of a wedding process, and if fucking Arnie Jill's going to sit over in the corner and get shits because <laughs> yeah. she can't tell you what to do, then that yeah. says more about her than you guys, yeah. right? So She's not going to be there for it's you. It's not their day, yeah. right? It's yours. So yeah. I always say to couples, just say that to, to your and families. It's, it's not hard. Like Let's be honest. Most couples will sit down with either their family separately or together and say, okay, look, we're getting married. Mm. You know, Because most people talk about a budget as like what family's going to pitch in and, and whatever. Like, you know, it used to be that, you know, father of the bride paid for everything, sucked in. Mm, yeah. Um, never having daughters. <laughs> um, but now I think more of it is like a, either the couple pay for it all or they all kind of have a collective conversation and pitch yeah. in and whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not hard to have that conversation if you're going to sit together and talk about what you can pitch in. But see, then the thing is risk of, of couples borrowing money from parents is that yeah. they, or they feel obliged that they've got to include some of their parents' input because yeah. they're taking their money. So True. that's, yeah. I think that's where it comes from. It's like, you know, the bride might go, oh, yeah, but the help, you know, oh, the yeah, okay, you yeah, know, yeah, my yeah, mum's helping sense. us out with the photographer. Like, you know, can you please get these <laughs> shots? I'm like, no, like, I'm not here for them. I'm here yeah. for you. So yeah. I think that's where, like, yeah, I don't know. I, and I, that's why eloping's so good, dude. Like, yeah. I eloped down to Tassie and I road tripped two weeks down to, to Tassie yeah. in my camper van with my son and my wife. Yeah. We booked this really cool Airbnb on the coast for three days. Had Cooper cook for us. We had florist. We had... Um, Kim Oakill from um, Antelopeing who yeah. did my ceremony I flew everyone down the whole elopement including the fucking road trip for a month yeah. cost me 10 grand yeah, dude so, so cheap right yeah. like a four month road trip plus elopement for 10 yeah. grand so I'm like 
I can afford that. Yeah. Right? And yeah. most couples can afford that. So that's yeah. why I push eloping so much. It's cheaper. Yeah. You can be so much more intimate with your partner and make sure they're actually spending the day about you with you with each other. Sure. Yeah. Um, and you're not having all these like stressful influences yeah. by doing garter tosses and fucking bouquet shit, which is <laughs> dude like yeah. cringe worthy. All those, um, those things. What's it called? Fucking uh, Garter things, man. I, just, I yeah, I'm not a not a fan of those. Oh man, it's I like, find it awkward. It's not my area. <laughs> you know what I mean? It it's not my property. Like, yeah. and what gets me the weirdest thing about it is whoever catches it, eighty to ninety-five percent of the time, will just put it in his mouth. I'm, I'm like, like, oh, bro, you know where that's been all day? Yeah, like, especially with a hot day, yeah. like everyone sweats. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you should see like my shirt. Like, I'm like under a dress. That thing's thick. Like, yeah. I'm like, Ugh. but like, what I what I don't get about it is like, it's a tradition, right? Like, yeah, it yeah. comes from a tradition. But like they were super conservative back when that would have. Do you know been why the, where the garter toss nah. and the bouquet toss come from? Man, Educate I, me. And yeah, and so this is the thing, right? So because my tagline is "fuck traditions do it your way," I got to know the basis of them. Okay. Um, so um, garter tosses and bouquet tosses were traditionally used and done to distract everyone so the bride and groom could d- run away to the bridal chambers. So ah. what we do, the bride would throw the bouquet and the groom would throw the garter yeah. and then the bride and groom would make a run for it while everyone's distracted to the bridal yeah. chambers so they could you know get it yeah, on right. yeah so I don't see anyone throwing bouquets or doing garter tosses and then making a fucking yeah. run for it so it's like what's the point no you like, spend half an hour but hugging like, and kissing know. everyone yeah. as you leave <laughs> <laughs> so like and you know a lot of traditions they all have these mixed messages of where they come from but that's one yeah um, another one can be like oh it's good luck whoever catches it and all yeah. this crap but yeah. Uh, my my favorite one, one of my favorite ones is a bridal party. Yeah. Um, um, you know, personally I think bridal parties do actually make more stress than actually they yeah. help. Yeah. Um because they don't want to be there, man. They just want to be <laughs> off drinking. You yeah. Know? yeah. So traditionally where bridal parties came from was back in ancient Roman times, you needed at least ten witnesses for a wedding. So that was right. considered the precursor for the bridal party. So okay. that, you know, five from each side or whatever. And they would all dress alike to to confuse evil spirits and evil people yeah. who the bride and groom was. So they, so it was like, yeah. So it would can like distract evil people, so they wouldn't get so, <laughs> so the bride and groom the wouldn't get bridal attacked. parties with the fall guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So they were there to be the fall guy. I'm yeah. like, and then when I say that to couples, I'm like, are you having a bridal party because of that reason? They're like, oh no, we just want to, you know, yeah. spend it with our friends and family. I'm like, you can still do it. Yeah. You just don't need to put any responsibility on them and tell yeah. them to spend a couple hundred bucks on a dress or a suit that they're never going to fucking wear again. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, anyway, oh, I could go on about Trisha's all day. I have no idea. I'm, am I even a wedding photographer? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my couple, one of my couples gave me a book the other week as a gift. Mm. And it was like, um, it's written by some photographer, I don't know his name, but it's like, um, got what it takes to be a photographer and I'm like what if I read this and I go I can't yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah. I'm in the wrong industry I'm like damn it I'm like that's why nothing succeeded yeah. I'm like damn what is going on yeah. it's really weird I haven't finished it yet oh so. well tell me how it goes I'll let, yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. if you see me just shut everything down yeah. within three weeks I haven't got what it just takes just do a broadcast on the book yeah, yeah. I'll be like do you have this no. yeah. <laughs> put the full like reading voice on that'd yeah. be horrible um, no, look we might finish up shortly I want to touch on one more thing yeah sorry man uh, no no you're good I'm just thinking we've been going for like an hour which is oh, really? totally cool oh shit no there's nothing wrong with that that's mm. perfectly fine um, but you've got your, your film camera here on the yes. table uh, I suck at film mm. do you suck at film or are you <laughs> like, <what's> probably <laughs> dude I suck at film to compared to people that are good at film yeah. but then I also suck at digital compared to people that are good on digital yeah. too but yeah. no man it's like a whole new experience man yeah. like yeah if you want to and this is a, this is a um, method for me to try and um, develop myself artistically like sure. what we were yep. saying earlier on in the podcast so um, 
man, just the process of thinking, I don't know, every time I click that shutter, man, medium format film, it's four bucks a photo, yeah. right? So it's yeah. like, it doesn't seem like cheap. much, but it does when yeah. it when you work out $15 a roll, $4 a photo, it works out to be 40 yeah. to anywhere between 40 to $60 for 10 shots. Yeah, for sure. So it works out a bit expensive, but oh man, it just causes you to think a lot more and yeah, you just, the mindset it puts you in and yeah. sometimes your photos are shit, but you appreciate, sh- you appreciate shooting so much more on that than you do appreciate shooting on digital. Yeah. Sure. Um, one thing I love about it is it doesn't add work to my editing queue. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you like, get is what man, you get. <laughs> the main reason I picked up film actually was that, but then also I didn't take a photo of my son for like a year. Yeah, okay. you know how hard that was for me as a father like he was one from the year from when he was one till two I think I maybe took photos of him once on my DSLR because yeah. I'm like in my head I'm like that just creates more work for me like yeah. you know you got to import it create yeah, a new folder cull yeah, edit sure. and then export it's like okay what am I going to do from them then but yeah. if I just take photos on film I've got heaps of little 35 point and, point and shoot black yeah. and white film cameras that I just go nuts on yeah. um, just pick up and shoot and just send the rolls to Atkins Photo Lab in Adelaide yeah. and they just do the best job at um, like developing and scanning and yeah, they're fucking sure. amazing man and then I just get these photos back I'm like fucking great I didn't yeah. have to do anything but be in the moment and be present and shoot yeah, it's the best sure. thing ever dude yeah. do it I just suck at it oh, <laughs> I, man, but my dad handed sucks. me his old film camera I think I found it when I was moving out I'm like can I take this and dad's like yeah sure and I shot like a whole roll and I got no idea what I did because it's just horrible. <laughs> and it, and, and, it, and it, it's awesome though because it really brings it back that, you know, every camera, phones, box brownies, medium yeah. form, but we've all, they all rely on the same thing, which is that exposure triangle, right? Yeah. ISO, shutter speed, aperture. Yeah. So really when you get a film camera, that's all you're focusing on. Yeah, yeah. You're not yeah, worrying sure. about fucking in-camera raw file sizes and <laughs> yeah. white balances. It's like, yeah, yeah. if I just get these three right and then the other thing I've got to focus on is getting the exposure right get it in focus and yeah. get a cool composition so it yeah. really dials it back yeah, and it's sure. really cool because then when you pick up a, cam- a DSLR yeah. it's just so easy dude yeah, you so you around. don't even think about it it's like it, it's just visceral to you you're not yeah. even thinking about it. it's like oh it's easy right yeah. And because film is so much harder yeah. to nail and sure. and understanding each film and yeah. it's crazy man like yeah. it's a cool experience it's I think, I, think like, I, I want to get into it but I want to make sure I have the time to get into it first mm. like have the time to dedicate shooting something I don't like whether it's a stuffed toy on my bed or whatever, like something that I can go, all right, I'm going to dedicate figuring out film to this time I have now. Mm. I don't want to be kind of like, okay, I just want to take a break. Let's go shoot some film or something. Like I want to be able to go. Yeah, like an actual ma- project. Yeah, yeah, make it something. What you should do, I did this, um, a couple that came to Newcastle recently that I've shot before and, yeah. and now we just like wanted to catch up for a beer, just like clients. And yeah. I was like, hey guys, like I've got something kind of weird to chuck at you. I've got this like 35 mil, just a Pentax K1000 with a roll of black and white in it. Yeah. Can we just go out and just shoot 36 frames? Yeah. And just like do a couple shoot black and white. No responsibility. They weren't paying me. Yeah. I was like, whatever, like I can just be creative. Yeah, if you screwed sh- up, you screwed up. <laughs> shots came back and like, fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this That's is it. so cool. So I'm going to actually start offering um, film couple shoots. Yeah, cool. Um, charge the same amount because it's not, you know... It costs me money to do, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's still so unpredictable. Yeah, there's a bit of a um, risk in it. Yeah. yeah, down the track, I want to, you know, I'll charge <coughs> a little bit more, but yeah, it's, man, it's just, yeah. it's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I, I'd love to go full-time film and yeah. fuck it. Because, you know, what's it called? Um, I've heard so many people say the same thing. Jimmy Raper, one of my mates, he said, um, spray and pray. It's yeah. what DSLR is. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> Ollie Sampson called churn and burn. So I'm like, that's what digi- d- yeah. DSLRs are, man. You just go nuts yeah. and you'll yeah, get it, it whatever. Like, But with film, you don't have that... Yeah, freedom. You got to really think and be careful. So yeah, when yeah. you pick up a DSLR, you just nail that. Yeah, it's yeah. Awesome, dude. And it's and you get so used to 
like taking the shot, looking and fixing, taking the shot, looking and fixing. But you, at the Hotham workshop that yeah, we had I recently, you taped it up, hey? yeah, I taped yeah. everyone's screens up yeah. on the back. So um, yeah, that re- it's amazing how much you rely yeah. on that screen, yeah. man. Because you're not thinking, you're just going yeah. until you see the right product. Yeah. But you're not actually thinking what's happening. Yeah. So it really numbs you and you're not going to develop. So by taping the back of your screen even just like just do an engagement shoot right there's yeah. really there's no responsibility like yes you've got to make sure there's good shots yeah. but most cameras got really good dynamic range yeah, in them now so it. so just tape the back of the screen yeah and just shoot an engagement shoot yeah it's see when challenge. i it's i love having this conversation with people because they're like oh how do you change it like what are your settings i'm like i'll do a whole wedding day and the only thing i'll change is the shutter speed yeah um and i don't i generally don't look i just go i'm like because i would rather the, the worst thing I hate seeing is like seeing a photographer go just a second and oh, like man. looking down and fixing stuff I'm like I would rather go yeah and because you can see what it's set at on the inside when you're looking through the viewfinder meters and stuff yeah, like. yeah you can look at it and you go okay like yeah this should be right mm. like if it's a little bit overexposed a little bit underexposed you can fix it in post like it's exactly, not a problem yeah. like, and it makes it so much in, in pers- so yeah. impersonal when you're looking at the back of the screen you yeah, need to you break that connection with the couple take the camera up to your face take a photo drop it down and just re- remain eye contact yeah, like that's sure. where you're going to get auth- yeah. authentic connections the only time I do that is if the couple are just like real tense and I'll be like, I'm like oh guys look I'm just having a mad problem give me two seconds just talk amongst yourselves and then immediately they let their guard down do something stupid and I'm like suckers yeah oh, that's <laughs> like, a good idea and like, <laughs> as soon as they hear and then what happens is all the time this happens they, they hear that I've taken like five photos and they're like hey I yeah. thought that and then they laugh because they're like oh you got us and I'm like hey I sure. got you and then you yep. just keep shooting and like by the end of it you're like cool I'm done we can, we can go home now we can go have these like happy days <laughs> dude there's so many like cool little tricks like that to get couples happy yeah yeah you yeah. know just, what I mean just stupid little things yeah like, just yeah jokes and yep. that's what I love same as if, if I do like the big group shot I hate group shots Me group too. shots and family shots are the worst part of the day yep um, <clears throat> but what I do is I do the same I'm like I'll take take one photo make sure it's exposed and then everyone's kind of like like oh did you get it and I'm like guys I left my SD card down there like who hired me and then everyone goes oh what a joke and there's always Uncle Barry that's like what a, na- what a dickhead yeah yeah <laughs> and that's then good. everyone laughs and I go psych and yeah. then everyone laughs even more because I'm like ha I oh, got gotcha. you that's good that's and good so one. then you get this like group photo everyone's laughing rather than doing like the, the fist in the air or smiling and, yeah. and I'm like yeah, all I had to do was just like I do. Um, <laughs> what I do for group shots is I get everyone together and I just I just do the classic everyone big here smile yeah. bang 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 and then I go all right guys on three I want everyone to throw their arms up in the air and make some noise for the bride and groom then yeah. they do it and then when when they finish I go oh guys that was so fucking pathetic <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then they all laugh and make I get that shot yeah, and yeah. then I get them to do it again and then people jump and throw yeah. babies in the air it's hilarious that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when I was seeing and the videographer pulled this out when he was doing it um, and he was like. I'm not going to stop shooting them and they're not going to stop kissing until I think you've made enough noise. And so it's so funny because he literally let it go for like five minutes and everyone's just sitting there and, and the noise is like, yeah! Oh, that's and then it kind of dies down a bit and then he looks at them like he kind of goes, come on. And then everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> he goes so nuts about it. And then I'm like, that was pretty well done. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Little <laughs> like, you know, everyone's like and the couple's kissing for five minutes but then they laugh about it so it yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. It's fine. I'm like, that was pretty well done. The, the, tr- the tricks of the trade it is yeah that's, that's right there's plenty of them mate <laughs> yeah, you'll never it. know them all exactly it's mm. all the secrets yeah. magician <laughs> never reveals his tricks <laughs> that's right <laughs> no oh, look pleasure having you on the podcast thank you very sorry much sorry I went for so long Dude, mate I, get, I ramble on a fair bit most of them are like an hour anyway so it's fine. awesome yeah, cool. all the ones that have recorded uh, quick where can people find you where, where do you want people to find you not your street address. Uh, I think currently the what the main go-to social media thing <laughs> is Instagram still. Yeah. So at Barefoot and Bearded. Yeah. Um, website's barefootandbearded.com and mm-hmm. you know Facebook page is there, but don't worry about that. Facebook's dying anyway. <laughs> I, know, <so. laughs> I saw someone posting the other day. They were like, "You're almost at a thousand likes on Facebook." I'm like, I'm like "Oh, really? I never um, look at it." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, cool." Thanks. Pretty much that, but 
hey, if you're reaching out to me, just message me and let's yeah. catch up for a beer. I hate, you know, just the what the digital world is sort of draining my soul at the moment. So yeah. I just want to catch up with people. And when we catch yeah. up, let's not just talk about photography. I want to know that you're a person. I'm a human. Let's just yeah. have a beer and chat about. Fucking, I am not a robot. I click. am not a robot. <laughs> click. Yeah. yeah, that's what I should have. Hey, yeah. <laughs> have that just at the bottom, just a little check. Like, yeah. yeah, thank you. So yeah, that's that's where yeah. you can see me. But I'd rather you see me in person. Yeah. Wicked. Cool, man. Pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. Legend. And uh, let's hang out by the beach. Yeah, uh, I might get another coffee. That's cool. <laughs> I would say dink it and drink it again, but we're out of coffee. Yeah. So we'll just high five instead. Yeah, wicked. <laughs> <laughs>